Hey friends, Happy New Year. We have just said goodbye to 2021 and we have a fresh year in front of us, 2022. I hope it is a great one for every one of us because we certainly deserve it after the last couple. This is the time of year where everyone is focusing on what their goals are for the year, setting their intentions and resolutions. Maybe you already have some in mind. Maybe you haven't really come up with any. Well, we're talking about that today, and I'm talking about some good ones that maybe you want to add to your list for 2022. So let's do this. Hey, Courageous Mom. I want you to know that you are so brave raising those children and giving everything you have for everything that they need. I've been there and understand what it's like to feel like you're lost, to feel tired, and so completely overwhelmed. Hi, I'm Tanya and an autism mom. This journey is not an easy one. It's been demanding and confusing, but it's also been massively life-changing in a great way and has brought me more joy and more laughs than I could ever imagine. You shouldn't walk alone, and that's why I felt called to create this community. Here you'll laugh, find joy, hear inspiring stories, along with support and some tough love to begin your journey back to you again. You have permission to take care of yourself, to go after your dreams, and to be happy and fulfilled every day, even on those tough ones. So let's do this journey together, gracefully, boldly, and courageously. So I think everyone loves a new year. I know that I do. And I know, especially after a a second year of a pandemic, I'm just hoping that 2022 is finally the year that this sort of goes away. I know it's not going to completely go away. And they're talking about this could be the year that it becomes an endemic. And I hope that is the case. But then I saw another article just yesterday that is saying that we may be there in 2024. So I don't know. I am just trying to keep my sanity over here. And that is what brings me to my New Year's resolutions or goals or whatever you want to call them to help you be able to stick to them. I'm not talking about the, you know, I'm going to go on a diet kind of thing, even though I assure you I need that. But I feel like when I do that and I'm like cold turkey, you know, no sugar, no anything with taste or anything that brings you joy. Okay, I'm being a bit dramatic, but you get the gist, right? So I go in with those intentions and by January 4th, I have completely failed and I'm beating myself up and you know the drill. I I think everyone goes through this. But This year, you know, I hope (laughs) to get back into uh, my workouts and doing all the things that were sort of second nature for me before the pandemic started. And I just became addicted to anything with sugar. I am trying to focus on getting me healthy again in the mind, (laughs) mentally, because I think that is definitely something that I will admittedly say that I have struggled with in 2021. 
And I think it's just been a really hectic year. I am being pulled in a million different directions and I am still mom. And I have to make a decision on what I'm going to keep and what I need to weed out. And I have to stick to that because I am in complete, (laughs) just a state of being completely overwhelmed. I think that is number one for us as moms is that we need to know how to weed things out, what needs to stay, what needs to go. And I know that we want to do all the things and be superwoman, but you know what? You are because you're an amazing mom who loves her children and will do anything for them. But with that, there has to be some boundaries. So if you want to make sure that you're doing all for your children and giving them all that they need, you need to make sure that you're balancing that out with making sure that you give yourself something. I'm not talking about, you know, a bubble bath. I know that sometimes when you read self-care tips, that's always in there. And it's like, I don't have time for a bubble bath. And you know what? If I have time, I think that might be the last thing I want to do. You know, get a massage, book a massage. Sure, I'll do that. That that is something where I'm getting away from my house. But a bubble bath in my house will not be relaxing. It will not be. People will be knocking on the door. They will be driving me nuts. And all I will be thinking is how much I want to run away. Okay, real talk right there. So I'm talking about finding out what you really want to do. What do you really love? Now, you may not have time to do all the things that you want to do, and maybe you just start with one, and you start with an hour a week, something that feels completely doable, and hopefully you would be able to build on that with support. And once you see that the world is not crumbling when you're not there, I would hope that you would increase it. Now, I'm saying this to you and I'm also saying it to myself because I need it to be heard. I need it imprinted in my brain. And that is another one of my resolutions is to make sure that I'm doing the things that I love again because I think it's important to have that joy because I think if you're just constantly giving, giving, giving and you're not doing anything for yourself, it catches up with you. And I know that's what's going on with me personally. So it's time for me to take it back and get back that joy again. Because one thing that I've realized is that no one is going to do it for me. And you hear that all the time, but man, I am living it. No one is saying to me, you know what, Tanya? I can tell you are absolutely losing your shit. So you need to like take a break. No one is saying that to me. But you know what I am having said to me by my husband, for instance, will be, geez, what's the matter with you? No, I don't, I don't know what's the matter with me. I may be completely overwhelmed with my life and handling it all with the family and the children or the construction in the house, or maybe this two-year pandemic thing we've got going on and the fact that I am so over it and craving some normalcy and just want to stop fearing about any of my family getting sick. I'm, I'm just done. And so no one's telling me, you know what, Tanya, 
you need to go take care of yourself and take some time for yourself. They are saying, what the heck is the matter with you? Which just tells me that obviously what I'm feeling is showing. I'm past the point of hiding it well. So it's time to take control. And I have a husband that works a ton and we don't have a lot of time together as well these days. And with the pandemic, that obviously has definitely hurt it as far as getting sitters. My mother-in-law has been our main sitter and she's wonderful and we can count on her, but obviously we want to make sure that we're protecting her as well. So we haven't asked her to watch the kids as much as we had pre-pandemic. And I think it's time for us as we head into the new year and we're talking about, okay, this is the year that we're going to actually start traveling again and hoping that, you know, obviously the virus uh, really does start to get better and we can start going back to living life. So with that, you know, yeah, we can rely on her, but as far as, you know, getting the kids around to places that they need to go to, if we're away, we definitely need some help. So the only way that we're ever going to make those changes where I don't have a ton of family close by because all of my family is moving away, which by the way, I am starting to develop a complex (laughs) because they're moving away from me. Anyways, (laughs) back to it. It's important for us to find another person that we can rely on because I know that we will never make the step to go away together, which we know that we need. We have not done that on a true vacation since before my son was born. So he's going to be 14 this year. Yeah, definitely that long. Oh, and if you hear those sounds in the background, that is both of my two dogs are snoring underneath the desk at my feet. So just so you know. (laughs) So yeah, so we need to find help for our two children, one of which has obviously higher needs and two adorable dogs. And we need it to be a person that we trust with our life. So yeah, it's an easy task. And I'm sure you are sensing my sarcasm, but that is definitely one of my New Year's resolutions and goals this year because I know that I need it for myself. So not only to go away, but say my husband is wrapped up in work and I am trying to get to something that I've been looking forward to in the past, I would cancel what I had if he wasn't going to be home in time. But that only leads to (laughs) anger, (laughs) bitterness. And yeah, that's not helping me either. So I think I need to be proactive in making sure that I am set up if there is any inkling that he may not be able to get out in time. And as I said, just getting out with him because I think it's important to reconnect when you're always in the role of being parents. And it's important to make sure that you are both remembering why you chose each other to do this journey together. And just have some fun and not be so serious all the time. And that is something that I think every single couple needs. Because when you're feeling more balanced and when you're less stressed, obviously your 
feeling better, your relationships are better, and it just changes life. <laughs> you know, you feel more like you've got things figured out. But when it's all just chaotic and being serious all the time, then you are completely out of balance and nothing seems to be working correctly. So I am certain that many of you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, you know, that whole like on the airplane, if it were to go down, you need to put your mask on first. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about here. I mean, we've all heard that and why I'm making that number one resolution of mine because I cannot do anything for my children, my family until I feel better. And I know this and recognize it and I can do that. I can know it and recognize it, but until I choose to make a change and actually take a step to improve it, then I'm not doing anything and I nothing will ever change. Nothing will ever get better. And I'm just staying stagnant. And I absolutely hate staying stagnant. So yes, I'm telling you that you need to get out and play more, right? But in addition to that, okay, that brings me to my second goal of the year. And that is to make sure that I'm putting more play on the schedule for my kids. And you know, it's looking a little bit different as a tween and a teenager, but it's important to make sure that we are setting some time for forced family fun, whether they want to do it or not. And yes, for our family, sometimes that has to be timed and it can only be in short spurts because my son starts to be completely done. So it, yeah, it looks different for us, but we still have to make the time to do it, to create those memories because I feel like, again, we're in the day-to-day, -day, you know, school, therapy, IEP meetings, doctor's appointments, and it's just go, 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 work, 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 and for you and your children. And it needs to be something more than that because if we're constantly playing teacher, advocate, and every single moment of the day is a moment of teaching a new skill to our child, then the joy is completely taken away. And I think that's often why we always feel so completely overwhelmed and out of balance because our whole world is constantly teaching. It's a teachable moment, teachable moment. And I am so sick of them sometimes. I just want to be. And you know what? If he's doing something sometimes that maybe I should take the moment to try and teach him, I have been finding myself being like, you know what? <laughs> I'll teach him another day because it's not hurting anyone. I will just do it myself at this point because sometimes there's only so much that we can do. But we get cranky when our schedules are overloaded and so our kids do too. And yes, it's great to just relax. Let them have time on their iPads, phones, you know, video games. But it is also important to make sure that you're making memories as a family. Completely out of everything, therapy and school and work. Just time doing something fun that you all enjoy. And it doesn't have to be this great long vacation away. Obviously those are great too, but maybe it's just a weekend away doing something somewhere that you like. 
And again, there are definitely lots of factors that need to be considered, especially when taking my son. But there are definitely places that he's asking to go that I have been hesitant because I know that there is going to be a lot of work involved in planning the trip to make sure that he's successful and that we have a great time. But I know that it will be worth it. But I'm also talking about just heading out to a movie. You know, he's really excited to see Sing 2. So that's what we're planning to do as a family next. Like, that's our outing, you know, and we'll do that in dinner. And it's something that we did together. No phones, no nothing. He also loves arcades. My daughter loves them as well. So that's a great thing that we like to go to and feel like we got some time and laughs together. So make sure you're getting some play on the schedule for all of you as a family. And the third thing that I am really trying to get back to is just focusing on the positive. You know, I think that a lot has happened this past year with my son and my daughter. I think a lot of it has completely knocked the wind out of my sails, especially when it comes to my son. And not so much things that he has done, but as he's growing, things are just trickier and the issues that arise are definitely way more complicated. And I think about one of the things that has helped me so much in this journey as his mom has been that I've always been very hopeful. And I've definitely noticed that I've struggled with that a lot lately and I have to constantly reach deep down to try to find it, you know, and and definitely have been leaning on God more to help me find it. But there is constantly something coming up, tests that I'm having to go through in this life, especially in this year. And most recently, one really did a number on me. So it's one of those things where I look at my son I'm with him all the time. I see his strengths. I know how much he is capable of. Not everyone sees that. And I have a lot of hope for him in the things that I think that he will achieve. Not think, that I believe and that I know he will with continued hard work because he is the hardest worker that I know. So because I'm his mom and I know all that, I see all that on a daily basis, yeah, I'm going to believe in him way more than maybe others do. And that's the way that it should be because we are their moms. But when you hear that someone doesn't see what you see in your child, it kind of destroys you. And I just had that happen this past week. I had set an appointment for my son to do an assessment for this social skills program that is supposed to be amazing. And because much of the world hasn't had a lot of social interaction, it's affected us. It has definitely affected our children that struggle socially anyways. So I really wanted this program for him. And I knew that they did a film club meeting and they would meet weekly and talk about movies. And I'm sorry, I don't know anyone that is better at talking about movies, knows more movie facts in regards to anything. Actors, actresses, runtimes, film production companies, 
anything you want to know, my son knows. And his mind is amazing. So I saw this and I just got so excited because I wanted him to do it. I knew he would love it. I knew it would be an opportunity for him to connect with others. And he did the assessment. And when they returned after a half hour spending time with him, I just knew, I just knew, you know, you know, as a mom, especially when you've (laughs) been through so many meetings with therapists and teachers and administration. I mean, you know, and I knew they didn't see it. And they just said, oh, you know, we'll call you in about a month or we'll send you an email to let you know about whether we think we have the proper placement for Seamus. I just walked out of there knowing that when I did hear from them, it wasn't going to be positive. So sure enough, I get an email and it came in late at night. It basically said that they only serve higher level individuals and that they did not think that Seamus would be a good fit for their group. And then they went on to say that, you know, we're looking out for Seamus's best interests, blah, blah, blah. I just tuned out. You know, and I didn't respond. I didn't say anything. I didn't say thank you because what am I going to say? You know, because what I really wanted to say, I couldn't say. Wouldn't be appropriate. And you know what? They, everyone has their protocols and to make sure that they are running successful groups. But the whole point of a social skills program is to give the kids that are struggling the opportunity to improve their skills. They obviously thought that he would not be of any benefit to anyone else in the social skills program. I disagree because they haven't seen my son at his best. And I have. They haven't seen how he lights up when he talks about movies. And I have. And I have never seen more natural conversation with him as he has when he's talking about movies and something that he loves. And I don't know, call me stupid, but I figured that would be something that he could build on. That if he continued to increase his confidence in conversation skills, starting off with topics that he is indeed an expert on, then he would be able to continue and grow from that. But hey, what do I know? I am just his mom. And yes, that broke me. That completely broke me and I ugly cried for about two days. And obviously I talk about it and I still start crying. But I spoke to my mom after when I was done crying and could actually get out words and she cried (laughs) and I cried some more. And she just reminded me what I needed and what you need is that we need to focus on the positives. And although these people did not see all that I see in him, it doesn't take away the fact of the tremendous progress that he has made. They do not take that away by saying that he cannot attend this high level social skills program. And this is not the first time that my son has been rejected from a program because I believed that he was completely capable of being in it. But the therapist did not see the same. And I will tell you that each time it hurts just as much. And during my ugly crying, I started to find myself feeling stupid for believing so much in him and being so hopeful. 
of what he is able to do and will be able to do. It's because I'm letting these people tell me that my son isn't capable of something. And maybe he's not capable of it right now in their professional eyes. But you know what? I am not insane. I know what's in my son. I've seen how far he's come. I see that when you set the bar high, he always rises to the occasion. I've seen it and his teachers see it all the time. So yes, while that was some really disappointing news to receive this week, that is part of this journey and life. I do need to focus on all the positive and all the things that I've said. There's a reason why I believe in my son and it's because of the hard worker that he is and how far we have come and what others that know him and see him on the regular have seen in him and those that haven't seen him in a while see how far he's come. Focusing on those things because for us, only focusing on the positive is only going to continue to keep us hopeful and to keep on striving and looking forward to the future. And being positive only helps our children. It builds their confidence and lets them know just how much we believe in them, even if they may be petrified in trying a new skill or don't believe in themselves so much. Knowing that we support them and that we see the best in them is going to help them achieve and do amazing things. And the goal here should not be to make sure that they are completely approved by every single professional out there. My goal is to make sure that my son is happy, healthy, and that I've given him the tools to lead the most fulfilling and productive life. So that's it. Those are the goals for the new year. You now have to make sure that you are making time for yourself because you need to take care of you before you can take care of anyone else, that you are putting play on the schedule, not only for you, but also for your family and outside of school, work, therapy, do something fun. And you're also focusing on the positive, all the things that are successes and not focusing on the deficits especially from those that are just summing your child up after just speaking to them for a short while. You are their moms. You know best. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I am wishing you the happiest new year full of health, joy, and nothing but wonderful surprises coming your way because you are an amazing mom and woman. I see you and I am reminding you that you've got this. there me again one more thing before you go thank you so much for listening to the courageously mom podcast i hope you come back to hear some more and if you enjoyed this don't forget to subscribe share and leave a review